Welcome to the platform. The Platform is Platform Magazine's podcast based out of NC State University. We want to introduce a platform for students and artists to voice their opinions on current issues related to fashion, beauty, culture, lifestyle, and much more. We are a platform for creatives by creatives. All right. Hello, Maggie. Thank you so much for joining us today on the platform. My name is Mary Louise, and I'll be hosting this today. So would you just want to introduce yourself really quickly? Yes. My name is Maggie Kimmett. I'm a junior in FTD, which is fashion and textile design at State. I'm the modeling director for Platform. All right, cool. So what do you do exactly as the modeling director? So for the modeling director, first we get the like the idea for the shoot, and then I kind of come up with what kind of people I think would look best for the shoot. So I have like a spreadsheet of the faces of all of our models. They're all beautiful. And then I kind of like compile them together and like see if they would look cohesive with the look. And then I ask them if they're available. And then after everyone's available, I get everything organized. So I'm just kind of like the organizer of the models. <laughs> and then at the shoot is when I'm usually like, trying to get everyone involved with like the props, making everyone feel comfortable, creating like poses and just like trying to take the set and the models and like create the shot like interactive. Also kind of like everyone's personal hype man. I'm trying to be like <laughs> our old modeling director, um Ariana was like the person who got me like when I first started modeling my freshman year. Um I was so so nervous and just like and she could tell, like, she could sense me, and she just, like, she brought me out of my shell and just, like, started kind of talking to me. She's super gentle and, like, nice. She's kind of quiet, but, like, still, like, a like an exuberant person, and the amount that that changed how I posed, like, that day, like, it changed my whole energy on the set, just, like, how she interacted with me, and so I was, like, I would love to do this. Like, I feel like when I'm older and I have more confidence, like I could do this for others. Cause I always like younger people. Like mm-hmm. I like, not, not all the models are younger <laughs> than me, but like, I like people, like if I'm kind of like their guider, then I can kind of be like, I can come out of my shell and help them come out of their shell. Cause I'm like, I know you, like I know how insecure you can feel when you don't know what to do. So yeah. I've been there and I can help you. I've been there yeah. done that. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like that's a valuable kind of, aspect that you can bring to the position obviously you do a lot of work kind of after you've chosen which models will be good for this like semester in the year but as far as the application process and just choosing which models Mm -hmm. what do you exactly look for is it more experience based or just kind of the looks and how they'll match with the photo shoots that you plan on doing um I would say I like asked some of the people that knew the models from the previous years, like their experience and like how kind of their their energy, like how they modeled, if they were enthusiastic models or not. So it's more about like their willingness to be open and not necessarily what you look like. Because uh, most people have not modeled before because it's a lot of newcomers and they're just looking for like a way to express themselves. And it, it is hard to like to have to make cuts because it's like, it, it seems like, oh, like, I don't look pretty enough or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for conventional beauty. It's more of just, like, someone who looks like they would be open to coming out of the box. Like, when I was, like, in your application, submit pictures of yourself that you're, like, it sounds cliche, but, like, be yourself. Like, be, <laughs> I don't know, just, like, don't be afraid to be different because I'm not necessarily looking for, like, a senior photo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, platform is all about doing some crazy stuff, so. 
mm-hmm. and I wanted to like bring it like be a little more crazy in the next coming years not crazy but like just different be out of yeah. the box with our posing so yeah cool that's definitely interesting to kind of hear that you really value that aspect of just I guess really embracing I guess what the model kind of has to offer in their beauty in whatever sense that is especially mm-hmm. because I don't know I think the modeling industry can be so focused on just that like western ideal of beauty mm-hmm. which For we sure. obviously are kind of like moving away from that um as far as like what companies that you see kind of moving away from that just focusing on the singular mm-hmm. idea of what a model should look like mm-hmm. who do you think of I think of Airy. I think of Target gosh I'm not super well versed I don't know there's a lot there's a lot of companies that use like the plus size modeling as kind of a marketing technique which is kind of it's like it's really cool but it's also it can seem a little ingenuine but at the same time I think it is a great thing that in the past like I don't know five years or something the diversity of not only plus size models but also people of color um yeah, I think that that's great. I don't know. I can't think of any more specific companies, but it's good when you see it. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I'm similar with you. Aerie is always probably one of the first ones yeah. that pops into my head. And also Dove, I feel like they're kind of one of the OG oh, really? ones where they, I don't know. I remember their commercials, even when I was younger, uh-huh. that they would always kind of like focus on uh-huh. like a variety of people, yeah. which was nice. I don't know. Just being like mm-hmm. a young woman in society, I yeah. think that's important. I didn't have cable as a kid, so I, like, didn't, yeah. I, I literally didn't even see advertisements. Like, so I did, I've never seen a dub advertisement in my life, but that's cool. Yeah, that's no, really cool. I I always saw them, um, like, before YouTube videos, because I also oh, didn't okay. have cable. Yeah. And, like, me and my siblings would, like, huddle around the computer and just watch, like, literally, like, Wipeout and, like, Cake Boss oh on God. YouTube. But, yeah, <laughs> like, when we were younger, but I remember seeing, like, their advertisements yeah. there, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah. But yeah. as you were saying, like, they kind of do the idea of, okay, maybe they're only doing it for marketing or they're mm-hmm. only doing it, like, for money and things like that. Do you think companies such as, like, Victoria's Secret that are, like, so focused on just, like, mm-hmm. the, like, the skinny kind of, like, woman who's white, yeah. do you think they'll ever change? I think when their clientele starts to dwindle and they start to realize that people don't care about them anymore and they're like, okay, what do we do next? Hmm. Then they're going to be like, all right, we need to like get on the boat of changing our marketing because I feel like it's still working for them. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I don't want to touch anything because you know, like the, the Victoria's Secret runway shows and like just having that, like, you know, perfect quote unquote looking woman is working for them. They still make their money. People still tune in to watch that. But I do think they've lost a lot of views now that versus like when I was younger, I remember like everyone going to like flock to the Victoria's Secret fashion show. And now I think more people are like, who cares about that? You know what I mean? So, but I I think they will eventually have to change if they want to stay in like the running of today's fashion. Yeah. I think like consumer pressure and just social pressure in Mm -hmm. general. I don't know. People think that it doesn't necessarily have an impact, but like where you put your money, like what you invest in, like it really does. Like companies respond to that. Mm -hmm. I think Levi's was one that I've talked about with like kind of friends and Mm -hmm. They, like, really kind of switched gears and making sure that the water usage associated with the gym was just, like, reduced. Oh, okay. Um, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of tangent there. No, but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, social pressure can definitely influence. Definitely. I want to put some social pressure on companies in general for, like, 
plus size men like i saw like this article the other day about like the lack of body positivity or body neutral neutrality is that what it's called yeah um for like plus size men i feel like plus size women have had their big movement and that's amazing but i don't know i just feel like there hasn't been plus size men models and i feel like that's kind of weird because everyone needs a little loving (laughs) but yeah yeah that concept of like body positivity versus body neutrality mm-hmm. is interesting to kind of see because body positivity that's like kind of what we grew up on mm-hmm. like people just being like oh well like love your body like body positivity things mm-hmm. like that and just like hyping each other up by using that kind of like buzzword yeah but there's really been like a shift to like body neutrality what do you kind of think about that um i think that's great i think that it's super easy especially for someone who like maybe is not like a plus size model to like talk to a plus size person and be like oh like I love how confident you are like body positivity like you have so much positivity like I'm so you know what I mean like you're Mm -hmm. but I feel like if it was more widely accepted that everyone has a body that is beautiful and like people like genuinely if bodies were represented in a way that's not like oh like look at our plus size line but like here's a beautiful model for Versace and she is a plus size model he or she is a plus size model and they look amazing and we're not we're not even like talking about the fact that it's plus like it just is and it looks great and we're not even like talking about like highlighting it i feel like that would be way more effective than just being like oh my gosh i value how confident you are because it must be so hard you know what i mean like i just feel yeah. like that's so weird and like it's like just, why shouldn't i be confident like yeah. i know i look beautiful and things yeah, like yeah. that it's like me being plus sized it doesn't devalue who i mm-hmm. am or my beauty at all for sure Yeah, I was reading something the other day about how the body neutrality kind of movement can be ableist at points Mm -hmm. because it's so focused on the idea of just, oh, what can my body do for me Mm -hmm. when it should be kind of more focused on this is my body, it's a thing, and that's all it really is, Mm -hmm. which I think is interesting to think about because we are so focused on looks, but it's like, okay, let's think about the ableist kind of aspect of it. Yeah. No, I feel like we do think so surface level, like we forget that our body is like this, this moving organism that has to do daily tasks. Like we should care more about health and like inner Mm -hmm. beauty, meditation, feeling one with our, with each particle of our being rather than just being like trying to look a certain way. I feel like it's not nearly as important and it's so like fading because, you know, at the end of the day, everyone's going to like grow up and be old and not be, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like taking care of yourself and caring about you know your like your body just is a body is just it is a body and it feels physical feelings and I feel like that's more important to focus on yeah definitely well obviously here we are today talking about it so the movement exists we're like talking about this one maybe like 10 years ago we wouldn't have Mm -hmm. what do you think has really brought about this shift or this change with just like how we view our bodies but also just specifically like the modeling industry as well Mm -hmm. I would say social media. I know that when I was younger and I was like on Facebook um, before Instagram was really a thing, there was so much more fat shaming. There was so much more like open hatred and people just being mean. And then that created like a whole like backlash of people, like people that were my age and older, I feel like we're kind of just like tired of it and then created this whole backlash of it just being 
you know, you know what I mean? Then like, mm-hmm. and then Instagram came and then Twitter came and then every, like there, then there was this whole army of people that I would consider myself to be a part of. They were ready to like fight anyone on Twitter. <laughs> and then that, that, that really did change the whole mindset of our generation. Like obviously not everybody, like there's still people that care about surface level beauty, Westerns, like style beauty. But I do think it changed a lot of people and how people view things. I think we would be completely different without it. Mm-hmm. Like social media has good and bad, but the good is kind of, is kind of amazing for like that, that aspect. Yeah, it really does provide a platform for people who previously mm-hmm. like may have been ignored or like wouldn't mm-hmm. be hired by a certain agency, but it's mm-hmm. like I can take my voice and who I am to like social media and mm-hmm. spread it to people in that way, which yeah. is really powerful. I've, I've seen a lot of people who like used to model. It's like a big thing now or like people that used to work for companies that now just like do self promotion where they do like, I don't know. They just talk about how like their body is so real. Like they, they market themselves as like a real body. And then Mm -hmm. they like show like, Oh, like this is what it really looks like to like, even though I'm a size zero and I model for this company, like this is what I really look like when I hunch over or something. And then that shows so many people like, Oh, they're real too. Like we all, I I think that stuff's kind of cool. Like, I don't know. Like, we pose for these photos to look this way, but, like, we're all just, like, a real human being. That stuff's kind of cool. Yeah, social media, I think, as you were saying, has good and bad because it really does literally provide just, like, a singular snapshot. Like, you can be, like, sucking in your stomach or you can be posing in a certain Mm -hmm. way and people would have no idea. Yeah. But there really has been that movement of, like, okay, here's, like, I don't know. I find that, like, the before pictures or, like, the picture I posted versus, like, the picture in my camera roll Mm kind of idea yeah like pretty powerful because i think we all relate to that on a certain level it definitely hits home for the people who are struggling with accepting themselves because it's easy to say like oh like we're just like my body is just a thing like i shouldn't care about service level beauty but like especially as like a young female or male like a young person like it's Mm -hmm. it's easy to say that but it's very hard to come to terms with that because like i remember being 12 and being on Ask FM and being like, is it okay if I look like this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it okay that, like, I'm, like, thicker than all the girls in my grade and I'm 10? Like, it's hard to come to terms with things like that. But seeing those pictures now, seeing those people that do that now, I think would be super helpful for me at that age. Because I was like, why do I look like this and everyone else yeah. looks like that? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's easy to, to deceive. And that kind of thing is helpful for those that are struggling with that. Because once you overcome that hurdle, then you can be like, all right, now let me care about a lot of like more important things about my body than just like how it looks. That's like an older thing, like a thing you have to come to terms with when you get older, I think. Yeah, just the aspect of just like not feeling alone, like other people are going through this, like it's yeah. fine, I think is really important. Also, I think about like a lot of models speaking out maybe after they've left like a certain agency or beyond that, um, like, hey, this was my experience like in the modeling industry. Like it's not as glamorized as people make it out to be Mm -hmm. is also really just like challenging that stigma, I think, associated with modeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess just bringing it all back to platform because that's what you deal with, just like the modeling aspect within platform. What would you want to say to, I guess, either the models that you work with or even just people who are like, hey, I'm kind of interested in modeling. Would platform be mm-hmm. kind of like a safe environment, I guess, to test it out? What would you say to them? Yeah, um, I would say to the models that we have already, 
you guys are amazing. I've seen so much growth, even though it's my first semester. Just the people that I'm working with make it so easy because they're so good and amazing. But to the people that are thinking about joining Platform, I would say that we're looking for people who are willing to step outside of the comfort zone of what you think we want to see, which is like conventional. We don't want conventional. That's I think that's what I was looking for. Um, which it's not like experience, like, oh, show us something we've never seen before. But just like, you don't have to look pretty. Um, like pretty is anything. It can be it can be not what you originally thought it was. So I think that's the only thing I can think of. But yeah, for this year and next year when I'm a senior, I'm hoping to just see the, the magazine turn into like a very experimental thing. Like instead of doing, this was my whole thing this year with, was like, and it depends on the shoot, but having like a straight model face, like a diva face, like, oh, I look good, I'm serving. That was kind of like the go-to because everyone looks good. You know, you, you look like your best when you're posing like that, but maybe trying to take it to like, you know, different facial poses and like doing things that look just like a prop would look, you know, adding a whole different dimension to it and like movement as well, trying to get mm -hmm. models to like move in photographs. I think that's yeah. what I want to see. It was interesting at the very first photo shoot, the angelic one that you all did, mm -hmm. where you had like two models in it mm -hmm. and they were, I don't know, like social distance. Yeah. And then they had like they were still interacting even though they were like more than six feet away from each other. Yeah. And I think that was like pretty cool to kind of bring yeah. that aspect into it. Yeah, that was cool. For the angelic shoot, we did have very like straight face, like closed eyes, like look just because mm -hmm. of like the feeling of that shoot. But having that, it was like a painter and an angel. So one of the models was painting and then the, the angel was like up above. And yeah, those shots were really, really cool. Yeah, it's all about posing, and then set has taken it, the set design team has taken it to a whole new level this year, um, making it way easier to get the models to interact, because then they, like, when someone is modeling, to let them hold or do something that kind of makes them feel like they're, like, real, not just, like, posing, like, mm -hmm. changes their whole, like, demeanor, and you can totally see it in a photo when they feel natural versus, like, being forced into something, so... Yeah. yeah, is there a particular photo shoot that you're, like, looking forward to this semester that you're, like, I cannot wait to see what the models kind of do with this? Um, I don't know. I think all of them. Yeah, all of them. I'm excited to see the empty disco shoot, what set is going to do with that one. Because it was originally just going to be these wire figurines with clothing on, like, hanging on them. And so it was, like, an empty disco, like, without models was kind of the first thing, but we're going to add models into it. So I'm interested to see how we're gonna do that. It's gonna be a little bit of a challenge for that one, but yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be yeah. cool. Yeah, somebody mentioned that and I was like, wait, what, no models? Like, yeah. I was kind of confused, but this makes sense now. Yeah, there are models. Yeah. It's kind of like a ballroom feel. I've, it's gonna be cool. All right, awesome. Well, this is like pretty much coming to the end of our time today but thank you so much for speaking with us is there any like last things you want to add or do you feel like I'm good I also yeah. enjoy talking with you it's been great this um podcast idea is amazing I'm happy to be a part of the first one yeah. platforms on the rise <laughs> <laughs> well we are excited to have you and it's been fun but yeah everyone tune in next week and this is the platform
Thanks for listening to this week's podcast on the platform. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend. If you want to follow us on our journey, follow us on our Instagram at platform underscore mag and check out our website at platformmag.net. Tune in for more next week. 